everyone doing out there in here? Everyone is out somewhere. 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 Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I got a skull on my shirt. It's a good day. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Super Cool Nerd Show. We're here. Um, My name is Cass, and I don't do the show by myself as much as word vomit. Uh, To my right. Hi, I'm Cora. I'm in the same exact mental state, so this is going to be a great show. To her left is me. Hello, I'm Cass. (laughs) Behind the board making everything look good is Jason. So. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, Cranberry juice is what it looks like. It's not. It is absolutely not. Uh, Hi, everyone. Um, Yeah, we're doing... Ow, another show. Sorry, my entire leg just off the seat. <laughs> we have cheap because chairs. It, well, I'm sorry. It's summer. It, yeah, we it, are it we are in oh, yeah, summer. So you, this is just how it's going to be. You like wore your? Uh, I wore my shorts, shorty shorts. My short shorts. Look. My um, showing off my quad oh, shorts. Oh, okay. okay. As oh. you as you should. <laughs> I'm working hard for these quads. I should show them off. It's better than the and ones so I wore And so should you. <laughs> <laughs> shorty shorts. Love it. Um, how was everyone's week? How are we doing? Uh, may the fourth be with everyone here. I uh, I have my lightsaber over here, but um, it's a good day. New new Star Wars Visions came out today. Yes. Um. Yeah, we got uh, free comic book day this weekend. We do have free comic book day this weekend. Uh, also, happy my parents' anniversary. Is <laughs> <laughs> this weekend? They've been married. Forty-five. 45 years? Dang, nice. Son. Yeah. Um, also, happy Cinco de Cuatro for those of you who have watched Arrested Development. <laughs> Tomorrow's the real holiday. Exactly. Revenge of the Sith. I mean, sorry, Revenge of the Fifth. Oh, no, I was thinking Get Drunk Dick. Uh, I don't know what's today. Today's also Get Drunk oh, Dick. Oh, okay, cool. Who knew? Two days in a row. Yeah, my wife hey. like, made a drink for me. It's, it's delicious. It's really good, and we're waiting for him to not be looking at it so we can swipe it. I from mean, a, what? From somebody who just normally drinks, like, well, Straight alcohol. It's weird that Cass, Cass is the one drinking the straight whiskey. I don't know what you're I mean, talking about. I apple though. juice. Yeah. That, is, that is apple juice. I don't even know if that matters anymore, but... Eh. Yeah. Anyway, no, it doesn't. No, no one believes our lies. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we've got a couple of big things that are going on in our world right now. And a couple of fun, you know, just cute little stories about kids murdering each other. So let's kick it off with some super cool nerd news. So if you remember uh, Donald Sutherland's epic character in The Hunger Games, Coriolanus Snow, President Snow, um, honestly, an amazing character. Loved him. Uh, Just so evil that he was magnificent. He literally was dying because he poisoned so many other people, but he also ingested the poison himself to make it not suspicious. And so he choked on his own blood, just pure evil, but it's all okay. Because at one point he wanted to have sex with a tribute. That is uh, really the focus of the new uh, Hunger Games prequel called Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, we got a trailer this last week, and 
it looks, I will say, it looks really pretty. It's got Viola Davis in it. Um, it's got Jason Schwartzman as uh, Stanley Tucci's character's father, which is really interesting. Flickerman. Uh, but I cannot get over the content. It's literally about presidents, spoilers, President Snow being turned on by the tribute that he's supposed to mentor. Yeah, and all the tributes are kids, aren't they? Yeah. He is, too. I think he's, like, supposed to be 17, 18, somewhere in okay. there. And she's okay. supposed to be... Six. She's not that much younger than him, but, like, okay. he's from the Capitol, and he's assigned to mentor uh, somebody from District 12. And literally, the... Uh, the breakdown of the show says Coriolanus Corley- Snow mentors and develops feelings for his tribute. And I'm like... Is this what we want to see? Is this is this a good call? Is especially the Hunger Games was about revolution yeah. and standing up to chaos and standing up to just a horrible dictatorship. And for them to be like, and now we're going to go back, and it's <laughs> right in the middle of the dictatorship. This should be fun. I think it's really strange. These prequels about you. Like I didn't. I didn't really watch the Hunger Games. I didn't read the Hunger Games either. Nothing against it. It just didn't catch my interest in terms of a story. But I I do agree that they were very important. And they looked very pretty. I saw some of the... I've seen some of the the clips from it. Like uh, the dress turning uh, into the black. Like that was really pretty. The Mockingjay dress. But like... I don't... Why are we doing this? What? Yeah. <laughs> That's the question. Yeah. It's it's really strange because this is not the first time this has happened. Uh, because you had Game of Thrones was, I mean, fumbled on the one yard line, but was <laughs> 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 had a lot of themes about like breaking the wheel and maybe uh turning the world into someplace better. And one of the big things was that maybe Dragon Lady is not the person that we want because weird and incestuous and really awful and then they were like here's a prequel about all the incest children and like it's so it keeps happening and i don't understand why these are the prequels that apparently we need yeah there are so many stories where a prequel would be really fun yeah and y'all won't choose any of them Mm -hmm. But also House of the Dragon is really good. So like, I don't know that I'm that mad about it. Uh, I'm going to try and reserve some judgment until I see this or see even more trailers. But right now, my judgment is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's a weird thing. Anyway, moving on, Cora. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and get this story out of the way because Jason rolls his eyes every time I say it. it. All right. So... Um, back in, I think it was like 2018, 2019, what, when was it? Uh, 2019, there was a manga that was created called Ya Boy Kong Ming. And that is, one, that, that is the, the greatest title I've ever heard. Y-A-B-O-I, Ya Boy? No, it, B-O-Y. B-O-Y. I, yeah. I think that, like, it should have just been B-O-I, they should have just leaned into that. But, like, I want to give you all the premise of this before I tell you why this is oh coming up God. in the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I love the image. Oh! The famous military strategist, and please forgive me if I pronounce any of this wrong, it's very, it's all Chinese. Zhongliang Kongming, 
met his demise at the Battle of Wuzong Plains in 234. On his deathbed, he wishes that his next life were in a peaceful place, free from bloodshed. He is reborn in his youth, so just kind of basically traveled there, to modern Japan, appearing in the middle of a costume party for Halloween in the club district of Tokyo. The partygoers of Shibuya lure him to a nightclub where he meets Aiko Tsukumi, or Tsukimi, an aspiring singer, and his second life begins. Like, that just sounds really fun. I'm loving it. And uh, the reason this is relevant is there was an anime that was made, um, I believe, last year or the year before. But we're getting live action. And <laughs> I'm so because excited. Because it is Cora's job on this show <laughs> to find anything that wasn't anime coming to live action. Random anime. Look. She is... She is literally the gate that these movies have to pass through. <laughs> Look, quite honestly, this was a sleeper hit. It, it it's so funny, and over here, I do, I guess it just didn't get a lot of nope. uh, of stuff. It wasn't on Crunchyroll. It was on High Dive. It wasn't on Crunchyroll, gotcha. and I think that had a lot to do with it. Although yeah. High Dive is getting more popular now, thanks to um, Oshinoko, which is a different thing. People have been getting the subscription just to watch that. So if you've got it, you should also watch your boy Kong Ming in preparation for the live action. The uh, the actor playing Kong Ming has um, laughed about the fact that he, with the hat, he is seven feet tall. <laughs> like his costume, including the hat, makes him seven feet tall. And he's just he's living for it. And he's having a great time already. Uh, Nikki Marina, a YouTuber that I really like, she says that there's an anime about everything, and I didn't believe her at first. <laughs> and through these shows where I hear about all of this weird stuff, I'm like, okay, all right, yeah. Clearly, yeah. clearly there's an anime about everything. It is important to note that Kong Ming is a real person, or of was a real person. Yeah. Um, much in the same vein of, like, any anime that does the Sengoku era has to have Nobunaga. Nobunaga is a real person. Kong Ming is a real person, and I. <laughs> there was a there was a katana, Hashori. I don't remember. He gets he gets adapted in everything, but yeah, katana. Hanzo Hattori. Hanzo Hattori. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, yeah. It it's funny. So. Um, it's going to be um, on Fuji TV. Our actor for Kong Ming is going to be Osamu Mukai. Our director is Shuhei Shibue. And our scriptwriter is Nonji Nemoto. I couldn't find things quickly that they've yeah. been in but or that they've written for, but I'm sure people will recognize it. Um, it'll, be, it'll air Wednesdays at 10 p.m. We don't have an official air date yet, but... Yeah, said so it was a it was an anime set in Japan, but he's Chinese. Yeah. Do they deal with the language barrier? Uh, not really. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, he is reborn into a new life just in the That's middle true. of a party. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. like like the best part is just the fact that all of the promotional images for both the manga and the anime and now the show is just traditionally dressed Chinese strategist, sparkly rhinestone glasses. <laughs> It's, love it my god 
It's fantastic. All right. Jason, do you have any uh, movies, TV show, or off-the-wall weirdo story? I have a TV show about my favorite people to spoil everything. So, who spoils everything Marvel-related whenever there's a new show, a new movie? Cheryl's got a low. A new movie or anything. Who always spoils something? Marvel? No. <laughs> it's Lego again. Oh, yeah. Lego once again. And honestly, I mean, I don't know if this is a spoiler. It's kind of like we knew this is coming, but we got our first look technically at X-Men 97. They released one of their sets. It's a 327-piece set of Wolverine. But if you look at the packaging on the side in the corner, you see this is a set based off this X-Men 97 look. Which makes me very happy as a nerd. It's like we're getting, oh, it's one of these yeah. things where we're getting closer to the thing that I need, that I want. Please give this unto me. So just a little bit of news about X-Men 97 though. So yeah, we did get this this figure, this figure over here. It's over here actually. So I always forget which one. Anyway, um, a 327 piece uh, set. Of course, this show is going to be a sequel to the popular 1992 X-Men uh, series that was on Fox. It will be taken up where the old one left off, and we do get some news about who's writing it. Uh, uh, Bo DeMeo is writing it, who's also who also wrote Nightmare of the Wolf for Netflix. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And of course, the main thing they have to say is, you know, We've already confirmed this. We are getting the original theme song because we've already heard it uh -huh. in several media across Disney Plus. But also, we were informed they're already doing a second season of X Men '97. They already Ooh. got confirmed. They are already doing a second season, which is more than the first time this show got aired because it got <laughs> it got one season. They were like, "It better be good, or else you ain't getting." Well, that lady was—I forget her name. They threatened to fire her, basically. Wow. And after it was success, they were like, all right, we'll give you a second season. But that's why it took so long between the first and second season. Why I had to watch season one like three times. And I watched all of them again, over and over again. But anyway, so it won't be so... Well, I mean, it's Disney+, Plus, so it'll be like an eight-month gap or something. But anyway, yes, a couple of facts. We are confirmed for a second season for X-Men 97. We know uh, we're getting the writer of Witcher's animated spinoff is doing some writing on it. I believe the same two people that, that wrote the other, that were charged of the show will be storyboarding still. So anyway, we're closer to this being a reality. Da -da 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 I may cry when that game hits. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to cry or jump up and down. It's You're probably, into both. It's probably going to be both. Anyway, I, I know this is, it's kind of a niche thing, but it's just like, Lego always be spoiling stuff. But I'm okay with this one. I, I, I want this. I need this. Also, I'll, I should be playing Wolverine in the live action very soon. I mean, totally. How yeah. tall are you? I'm five nine. It's borderline. It's I mean, closer I'm, than Hugh Jackman's I'm, I'm, what six foot three? I'm five six. Yeah, yeah. It's I will, the first time a man has lied about himself. Yeah, I so <laughs> I will continue to say this: the next person to play Wolverine should be Charlie Day. Absolutely not. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't even he's, want to hear him say bub on the <laughs> best there is at what I do. Oh, God, he's, I can hear it now. He's short and talented, and he's going to say it in a super high voice. No. Hey, bub. <laughs> like it's gonna... 
never have I been get, like, against something as, as much as this now. Uh, that'll be clipped out later. <laughs> Somebody um, write that one down for a note. Anyway, uh, back over to you, Cass. Okay. Do I be a bummer now or later? I'll do it now. Okay. Let's get this ripped the band aid off. Yeah. Um, speaking of writing, at uh, 12.01 Tuesday morning, the... Uh, Writers Guild of America officially started their strike after a couple of weeks ago, they voted to authorize the, um, the negotiators to strike and they voted 97% to authorize them to strike. These writers are motivated by their complete lack of pay. Um, there is a story on SCNS on supercoolnerdshow.com that goes into this a little bit more. Uh, and there's a link there that's linking to their specific demands and what uh, the other side of the table is saying, which is I've seen some of the stuff that they're negotiating for and it's really bad. Um, this is going to be less about the details because, again, those are available on our website. This is more going to be a plea. We have to support this. Um, it's so, so, so important. These are the people that create the worlds that we love. And they're the people that <coughs> create our characters. And yes, actors are amazing. And yes, we love uh, all the different aspects. But these are the people that create it. And they have been paid like dirt for so long. And it's a lot of it is circumstantial. It's because of streaming. When streaming ballooned in popularity, when everything went to streaming, all of the things that writers got paid for in things like residuals for uh, movie, or uh, TV shows being syndicated, all of that went away. And there was just really not a replacement. Uh, we're also moving, thankfully, away from a 22 to 24 episode season, which creates better writing but it also means writers don't get paid enough because a lot of times they get paid by the episode or by their time writing. Um, and one of the things that they're fighting for is for an episode to count as three weeks worth of salary. Uh, half, fully half of all writers now are paid basically the minimum that they can be, including a quarter of showrunners, which is absolutely insane. They need to be paid better. Or um, as... Bob Waxberg put it, he said, I think we're getting to the point where it's going to be that the only people who can afford to try to start a career in television or movies are going to be people who are independently wealthy already, which I don't think is good for television or movies. I don't think we want that. We don't want only rich people to be able to write our, our stories for us. These are some of the most important things that we can do is we tell, we express ourselves through stories and we change the world through stories. Stories are revolutionary. And these are the people that make it happen from the very beginning. Your favorite television shows are going to suffer. They're going to be delayed. They're going to be uh, shorter seasons. Um, the late night shows have already gone dark. It's going to affect the way that we do media for a little bit. And it's going to suck. We still need to support this. This is absolutely vital for this industry moving forward. Uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be this also support unions in general. 
Uh, I think I was telling you this before the show. I think if they can, I think the next people that are going to strike are going to be our CGI people. That's also going to suck if that does happen, but they're being paid like dirt. They are working 70, 80 hours a week and it's just not fair. And we're going to get worse and worse media until something changes. So. I mean, I love um, ingesting shows mm-hmm. movies and whatnot i do but if it means i won't have it so these people can be paid because the last time they went through any type of negotiation was 10 years ago as more last time they went uh, yeah it was 10 years ago the last time they went on strike was 2007 oh i'm sorry you're right yeah that was longer so um yeah things have changed since then yeah. especially <laughs> the lot. cost of living and yeah, it's a changing time. Therefore, their pay should change. Um, I'm happy to see the response a lot of actors have given, especially with the late shows, uh, showing solidarity with writers. I saw Tom Ellis had a very amusing sign uh, that said, literally, I don't know what to say. <laughs> the people joining them on the picket line, these actors, this is, I appreciate this, putting their money where their mouth is as far as like, I support. Well, I'm willing to go out here and walk with these people. Also, understand the support that this show has for you because Cass actually just wrote her first story for the website <laughs> about this. So I know this is something she's passionate about. I'm I'm actually thrilled that you did bring this up. Like, one part of me is like, whoo, Cass wrote her first story for the site, but also nice cause to write about. Kudos, buddy. Uh, Amanda Seafried on uh, Met Gala Red Carpet, I think, said, this is fucking easy. This is easy. You need to pay these people. Yeah. Show solidarity. I want high quality writing. Therefore, pay the high quality people that do the writing Mm -hmm. some money. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Bring it on. And however long it takes, I'm telling you, they're going to, this, y'all are going to lose this battle. Yeah. You lost it last time. I mean, (laughs) this is not sustainable. In a big way. These people literally create worlds. And if y'all don't pay them, I mean, the, the longer y'all wait, the worse off you'll be. Give them their damn money. Yep. I saw um, someone's like, how bad could it be? My sh- The shows are going to be fine. Like, Let me tell you a tale. And it was just a picture of heroes. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Clip two. Clip two, please. Somebody write that down. Clip two. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, I was going back over uh, stuff from the writer's strike of 2007 uh, that I would like to remind you about. The reason Jesse Pinkman and uh, Hank from Breaking Bad made it past the first season is because of the writer's strike. They were about to go, both of them were going to die. The reason Dean went to hell in Supernatural and was rescued by Castiel was the writer's strike. The reason Heroes went down the toilet was the writer's strike. The reason that we have Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog with Nathan Fillion and Patrick Harris is the writer's strike. I mean, that was... That was so we will get some rough rough times, but we also might get some crazy some, some stuff that's about to happen. Also, I, I would like to point out the hypocrisy of Jason saying, I hate musicals, and then he's over here defending Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. True. Which is a musical. It is a musical. I'm going to get the camera off of me. Mm-hmm. Put the camera on the table. There we go. Wait. Yeah. This is one of the most important things to happen in media in recent history. Something has to change. 
Hey, like we, me and I were actually talking about this on the way to work this morning, especially with um, CGI, because we were talking about how, like we were talking about Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. and how the original trilogy of Lord of the Rings, like, you know, Fellowship and all that are so good is because they used so many practical effects and used very little CGI and the CGI they did use, they didn't push the system and it worked. And most of those scenes still look good. Yeah. Like it holds up really well. But the Hobbit trilogy that he made later doesn't hold up as well because they used more CGI. And it's because on the tech side, like the people, like the makeup artists and everything like that, they're more unionized than the CGI artists and they don't want to pay the tech people or the behind the scenes people what they're worth. So they shove the CGI people at them instead. And that is why we got that. Yeah. And or you rush the tech people and you get the costume from Rings of Power, which looked yeah. like absolute garbage. Yeah, so you, you they said sides. you don't get to make chain mail for two years, you get to make chain mail for a week and a half. Yeah, which <laughs> that's a bad plan. Okay, anyway. Yeah. But pay your artists. Like this is why um this is one of the reasons I love horror the horror genre so much is they do the practical effects and they pay their people what they're worth because they're getting they're gonna make their money tenfold anyway. Yeah. Especially like like um evil dead rise i saw something they use like they made like sixty thousand gallons of fake blood to do a scene that's very reminiscent of the shining where it's just a waterfall of blood through a door it's uh it's the 2013 remake uh that was sixty thousand. it literally rains blood and they it literally rained blood (laughs) and and if you watch that 30 years from now it's still gonna look good because like the shining still looks good yeah so horror people get it Everybody else in Hollywood just needs to get on board with this. Yeah. And uh, we'll tackle that hill after we get over the writers, which you also need to be paying. Like, we just need to... Yeah. We're just beating a dead horse at this point. One more thing before we move on. These studios that are negotiating with the writers is uh, Amazon Studios, Warner Brothers, Disney. They have all been recording record profits... For years, it's not that they don't have the money. It's not that they don't have the money. It's just that they don't want to pay the artists. And I know that I'm probably preaching to the choir to you as well. But yeah, it's not that they don't have it. Pay your writers. Unionize if you can. I have a sticker right here that says companies will never love you. Unionize. Unionize and strike when you have to. Words to live. This has been us on our soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, Cora. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to liven things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, with probably a weird topic. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah. It's my brand at this point, isn't it? So we have a new farming sim coming out, (laughs) but no, no, it's not what you think. You are a new farmer. (laughs) (laughs) You have your your new farmer to a new town, and the mayor's been murdered. You've got to figure out who the murderer is while also maintaining your farm. <laughs> it is going to be called Grave Seasons. <laughs> yes, but be care, and there will be romance, but be careful because you can still romance the killer and not realize it. Oh, and not realize it. Yeah, like, I romance the killer, but I. I know what I'm like, doing. And 
it's also important to know with every save file, the killer changes. So on this save file, it could be the shopkeeper, but on this one, it could be the far the uh, like the rival farmer, or on this one, it could be the mayor's assistant. Like it'll change. I we don't have much more than that. Like I I, I need more farming. And the only, I guess the only thing that you needed to add to a farming sim to make me interested is a murder mystery. Like there, there have been, um, there have been comparisons to another farming sim that's very similar, and I, I cannot remember the name of it. I think it's like something like Rain Valley, sure, something of that nature. Yep. It has it has Valley at the end of it, obviously a knockoff of Stardew Valley. But in that one, you're the killer, and you have to kill people without getting caught. Gotcha. And you have like demons and stuff chasing you as well, and people fight back. If Knives Out Three doesn't open <laughs> with Benoit Blanc playing this game, they've missed an opportunity. I mean, because the can... last time it was Among Us, yeah, which was Chef Kiss, fantastic. Honestly, if this gets big enough, they could, and I really hope it does. Um, they, I think they just announced it like this week or last. Like, it's not. Yeah. We don't have much more to go off of currently it's from a studio though called perfect garbo studios and i just everything about this that i've heard is great the minute they have a kickstarter or something up we'll let you guys know oh i was gonna ask you how did your pre-order go for this i was just curious Mm -hmm. oh like the because this sounds like everything coral wants in a game i'm sorry the minute pre-orders go up i'm going to pre-order dating killer and it's a farming game oh my (laughs) god Like, what's really funny is, like, everyone has, like, they showed a picture of the shopkeeper, and everyone has lost their minds because he looks like an overly tired emo boy with white hair. Oh, that's not the image I have here. No, okay. no, I, I couldn't find the image. But, uh, like, he doesn't do it for me, but I'm I'm real happy for everyone oh, else. And I do think it's really, really funny that, ev- like, that's what everyone clung to, and I'm over here like, I can solve a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or get murdered. Or get murdered. We Trying don't know. to get yourself. We might be able to get <laughs> murdered. I can team up with someone to murder. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Okie dokie. I, 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 I almost want her to stream this. And just, this oh, I kind of do too. Like, and also, yeah. seriously, she needs, like, speaking of writers and strike, um, whoever, like, scanned her dreams for this game, uh-huh, uh-huh. y'all give her a check. Give her a check. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love okay. it so much. Jason. All right. So, um, who Can boy. you get us out of horny jail? <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, next Friday, I'll be indisposed for any and everything that's happening in the world. Y'all can leave me alone because Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom drops that day. That's next? Next Friday. Oh, is yeah. The release this coming Friday. Or not, for not tomorrow. Su- for some. Because apparently, the game leaked. The game leaked huge. This is um, Nintendo's basically bread and butter for the year. This is everything that they're banking on. This this game is going to sell millions of copies, and it has already leaked. Apparently, some stores filled out pre-orders, and people were sent games a week ahead of schedule. It is out there. And what does everyone do as soon as it comes out? We pirate the sucker. And it's on Discord servers everywhere. And well, not Discord. Well, I mean, it started out small and then yeah. 
it got huge. So you said if you're, there were leaks. You meant the game. The game leak. People will sit copies of the game early. Yes, May 12th is uh, not today, um, but it's out there. So um, this is arguably one of Nintendo. This is going to be Nintendo's biggest release of the year. This is Legend of Zelda. Let's not even play around. Yeah. Breath of the Wild was so well received. So many players to that. But for people to already start pirating the game and throwing it out there <clears throat> shows you how, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, they also, those games started popping up uh, on resale shops and eBay for a lot, yeah. of, money. A lot of money. Look, sure. I'll tell you right now, I love Legend of Zelda. And, you know, I might have looked at some of the prices, like, I mean, to get it a week early, though. A week? Yes, to get it a week By early. By the time you early. get it. it yeah. But I would have a hard copy in my hand. But also, but I I do not agree with pirating the game. That's one thing, especially before release. So, um, But to make this worse, Kotaku yeah, Kota so posted about it. And not only posted it, they posted the leaked material to their website. And of course, Nintendo was a little yeah. upset because this is a, I mean, this is a very popular uh, news website for game news and playthroughs and things like that. And, and Nintendo's taking this very seriously. Their lawyers are hard at work. They have subpoenaed Discord for servers that were hosting the game. Those servers have been shut down. Um, let me see. Uh, one of the guys, it was um, another hacker I forget how long that dude got put in jail for, but he's going to like be released soon. Yeah, and he's going to be paying Nintendo back for the rest of his life. Oh, Jesus. And you know what? I mean, you did it and you got caught. It's a rough game. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I, it's a rough game doing pirating is what I'm saying. Not the game. The game's magical. But, um... Yeah, well, also, Kotaku's learning that lesson, too, because they've been blacklisted from Nintendo because they posted not just... Finally. ...that there was a leak, but new features that Nintendo had not yet talked about. Several YouTubers were given permission to play the game early, obviously to talk about it. And, yeah. Um, they were allowed to record footage with which they could post to their YouTube channels so they can talk about it. They were directly told what they could not show and they could only show a combined total of maybe 10 to 15 minutes of footage. I feel like that's fair. Those yeah, are fair it, terms. Oh yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fair terms. It didn't sound unfair at all. And they did. They they stuck to it. Nintendo even gave them extra footage that they could show in addition to their 15 okay, minutes yeah. of gameplay. So they were able to show quite a bit. All of them have had to come out onto their like into their community tabs and like, hey, we saw that they're leaks. We're not looking at them. We're not posting about them. We're not even gonna talk about Tears of the Kingdom until it's out at this point. Because yep. they need to make sure that they cover their own ass from Nintendo to make sure that they understand that they're not leaking anything. And uh, also, I have avoided any spoilers. Mainly, well, I'm avoiding spoilers. I don't want. I don't want anything spoiled until I play Tears of the Kingdom. I'm really waiting for this. Yeah. Um, I did see resources where I could. Huh? Oh, is that a 20 year old? I yeah, did witness a 25 year old. No, that's a 30 year old. Yeah. Is that a 30 year old spoiler? Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Part of me went, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But to anybody doing it, what makes you think that Nintendo will not come after you with the full force of literally every means of legal systems they have? Nintendo comes at you when it isn't even in their favor <laughs> to come yeah. for you. Now it's in their favor. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, and also Kotaku, what were you thinking? Please, 
Do not make me cheer for the big corporation. Yeah. yeah. Don't make don't make them the good guy in this because they they do not deserve their property legal in, in such a way. I do I buy my games. I don't I don't steal my games. I'm gonna be honest. I just don't. Okay? Yeah. <clears throat> now I know some people will do that after they're bought, but to do it before, that's trifling. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want papers coming to my house either. You know, that's always something that Hey, that's Wizards of the Coast, though. That's Wizards of the Coast, though. So, yeah. Uh, this is the 1930s. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that other guy. Wow, I felt I, I had forgotten about that guy who's going to be paying back millions of dollars to Nintendo. Nope. Like, I just do not, I do not need this evil on me. So, I'm ne- I was not going to, like, download the game early. But also, you're not, it could be missing something. It might be lore. Something could be wrong with it. Nintendo regularly patches games, just like yeah. a lot of people do. Everybody patches games. So yeah. will I be able to get any of that later? So no, I'm not going to like get a pirated copy of the game. But wow, for these people that did get it released early, y'all should have just enjoyed your game. Mm-hmm. Quietly. Yeah, like I would have told anybody. You like, could have bragged, guess what I got early, and then that's it. No I image, told nothing. y'all. Yeah. Y'all are, y'all are my circle. Y'all are the only people. It's like if I won the lottery, ain't nobody finding out. If I ever got a copy of Legend of Zelda in hand, do a smart thing and shut up about it. I'd be playing it. They'd be like, what you doing? None of your damn business. Mm-hmm. And y'all could have stayed quiet and just enjoy. I mean, this happens. It yep. happens. Sometimes yeah. mistakes happen. With the with the Magic the Gathering thing that we talked about yep. last, sometimes accidents happen. But if, if, if it's a happy accident, enjoy your accident. If they come after you, I ain't doing anything illegal. I just got my game early and I played it. Okay? If you streamed it, eh, you know, it, it, it's iffy territory. I'll, I'll give them that. But if you just had it, y'all, get it to me, y'all gave it to me early, kiss my ass. It's mine now. If I paid money for it, especially, it's mine now. I don't care. You know, and normally Nintendo probably would have been like, okay, well, you shut up about it. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to come to your house and get it, but please don't tell anybody. Deal. But, done and done. Yeah. So here's where we are now. And unfortunately, it's one of those times, consequences of my own actions, maybe. Yeah. Oh, but also Kotaku. Wow. Y'all. Y'all just keep getting mm. in dumb shit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that, but y'all did. So, okay. Cool. Oh, anyway, back over to you, Cass. Just yeah. <laughs> um... This is a short one. It's just a little thing that made me happy. Uh, Gwenpool is Arrow Ace. Hey. They were wearing a, a badge on the back of their jacket uh, in a comic this week. It made me happy. That's literally it. That's just, I, I was very excited for queer representation, uh, especially Ace representation. You just don't see it that much. You don't. And it always feels like a really good win. I know. Do. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, there's like two or three characters in like broader media that are ace there's one in bojack horseman there's one in a sitcom somewhere and then uh caduceus from critical role and so i was just excited to see it yeah (laughs) especially a denpool love a denpool that's it (laughs) core that was a short story well uh jason's gonna gonna jump on me for this one oh okay So I found this is actually like a, a late to the game story. It came out. Uh, the story broke when we were on our Christmas break. So kind of got lost in the cracks and it appeared on my feed uh, earlier this week. And I was like, oh, 
Oh, we got to talk about this. So there is a manga out there, and it is called Go Go Loser Ranger. And uh, I can feel Jason trying to kill me <laughs> through the screen. Um, it is a it is a very interesting manga and premise. Thirteen years ago, the villainous army of evil attempted to invade Earth, faced by the Super Sentai Squadron known as the Dragon Keepers, and their super weapons, the Divine Tools. The evil army, however, was defeated within a year. All of its ex executives completely wiped out, and the surviving, pretty much immortal foot soldiers have been forced to forever reenact their defeat to the Keepers in front of a crowd of spectators every Sunday. Tired of the charade and realizing that this basically amounts to slavery, one of the foot soldiers, D, has um, rebels and decides he will defeat the Dragon Keepers by infiltrating the organization. <laughs> I mean, and we already talked about the Hunger Games. <laughs> First off, when she started explaining this, when, actually, at the words, go, go, loser, ranger, mm -hmm. my exact words, you better not blast me up in this yeah. vehicle. Yeah. I will throw you out. And it was a copyright violation. Like, seriously, I, I became so insta-angry at this mocking of my beloved Super Sentai until she explained it to me. And I'm completely on board with this. And also, the, the subtle digs of every Sunday, that's when Super Sentai airs oh. in japan it's sunday mornings yes oh, that's good. so i was kind of like oh you bastards <laughs> and uh the reason this is getting brought up because this manga is finished it was nine volumes it's gotten rave reviews um it's getting an anime which i unfortunately played the video while you were oh that's fine so. that's fine so it's getting an anime um we don't have a release date yet um we're guessing probably like late 2023, early 2024. The director for it though is Keiichi Sato, who he did Tiger and Bunny. And it's the same studio that did Tiger and Bunny. So we already know that it's going to look fantastic. I mean, the trailer looks fantastic. It does. Um, the writer is, or the writer and artist is the thing that threw me for a loop because it is Neji Haruba. And Neji Haruba is also most or best known for the quintessential quintuplets, which is probably one of the worst anime I've ever watched. Lovely. It, and I, I know that's going to anger some anime fans, and I don't really care. Romance anime is fine. This is just boring harem anime, and I don't like it. But this looks really cool, so I'm torn. I mean, I'm not, and I am a huge, I'm, you know, clearly, I am a huge Super Sentai fan. And I'm just like, all of the digs, like, just, God. It's like, it's it's so the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, he's he's out of line, but he's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, With their full chest, they are going for this full mocking of, of my beloved Super Sentai. And you know what? I'm here for it. Let's go. Yeah. I kind of want to get the manga now. Yeah, like I, I'm considering getting the manga. I like that, um, like the the rangers are called like Red Keeper, Blue Keeper, Pink Keeper, oh, Green Keeper. So we've got that going of Yellow Keeper, um, and all of them have personality. The red one is the one that's like 
in charge of basically making these villain these villains fight continuously forever. He's got he's bloodthirsty. He just likes to kill them. You have the Blue Ranger basically who is blackmailing one of the uh, who's blackmailing some of the one of the rangers to stay on board or else he goes to jail. You've got oh my the, god, they boys the Power Rangers. That's what the I was pe- thinking. <laughs> anyway, go the, ahead. I'm sorry. I'm the sorry. Pink Ranger in her in like her suit, fantastic. She can fight. Out of her suit, she has no legs. She lost them in combat and can only get around in a wheelchair hmm. when she is not in her suit. The yellow, the Green Ranger is we just Green and Yellow Ranger are just leaders of battalions. We don't sure. they don't have any. Why did you gasp and get all? Because this is messed up. <laughs> okay, you didn't tell me all that. Damn, no. they boys, the Rangers. I hate they this. really did. I hate this so much. For Especially one <laughs> one of the members blackmailing the other one. Yeah, that's oh, super the boys. I, I I I literally hate this, but I can't look away. Yeah, yeah, like. This sounds great. I'm going to go to Barnes and Noble this weekend and see if I can find this manga. Oh. Like I feel like you we bastards. <laughs> Super weird. I hate yeah. y'all so much, but damn it, I'm I'm going to hate reading and watching every minute of this. But damn it, I'm going to. It, it again. We don't have a release date yet. The minute we've got one, though, it we're going to talk about and it. And after we just got the magic of once and always, how dare you? The audacity <laughs> of these people. We just got this retelling of the original Power Rangers series, and y'all come out with this. You trifling hoes. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. You know what, though? I'm here for it. <laughs> but I'm going to watch it. I, I'll admit, y'all got my time. I just hate y'all. I mean, that's... Yeah, I've had that sentiment before. During The Last of Us Part 2, I was like, I'm going to hate this and not play every single minute of this game. And I was yeah, so mad about it. it. <laughs> that game was rough. I will say also, the manga is available in English. They have okay. translated it, so... Um, Barnes and Nobles, it is. I'm nope. free, it's There's free no way, it's free right? Huh? There's no way it's Barnes and Noble. Yes, it could really? be. Okay. Barnes and Nobles is a very. If they can have the gay Chinese novels that are not appropriate for children, they can have the super, the evil Super Sentai. Yeah, I Fair went enough. to the bookstore a couple couple weeks ago, and the manga section is huge. Okay. Yeah, especially they, like the one over by remember. North Park Mall. Uh, oh yeah, really okay. good selection over there. Um, the one I've been playing on is really good too. But yeah. yeah, I guess I haven't been to Barnes and Noble in a while. Either if I'm looking for a specific book, I usually get it online, and yeah. if I'm not, then I usually get it at half price. That's that's fair. Um, Barnes and Noble has basically embraced the fact that manga is very popular. Fair enough. So good like, it's not the majority of the books. They still have majority like normal normal books. I guess is a American American, American books or but, English. I guess yeah, but I they just... do they do cater to the mangas to the manga readers. They do have like suggestion cards from okay. their staff saying yeah. like, if you like Demon Slayer, you're going to like this manga. I feel like that's more important in manga than it is in most books. It is, but also the ones at Firewheel, y'all really need to like stop. Y'all's suggestions are bad. Oh. Like their their comparisons are really bad because it'll be like, if you like Cardcaptor right. Sakura, you'll like this and it's berserk. But also, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I hate that. <laughs> 
go, go, loser ranger is in my head. Anyone who suggests Berserk to a stranger is not doing okay. You got to know someone pretty intimately before you suggest Berserk. Exactly. (laughs) That's a messed up, that's a messed up manga. All right, Jason, do you have anything else? Uh, I got something uplifting and an update to a story that I did on here before. A story I did about a year ago. Uh, a year ago, if you were watching the show, which you, you should have been. I certainly wasn't. Yes, I, I think y'all were here, actually. But I was talking about um, a group that was making uh, huge leaps and bounds in the realm of Alzheimer's treatment. Uh, well, yes. it has been a year for those patients, and the results are they have seen a halt of degree of disease prog- progression in 47% of their trial patients after a year of testing. Um, this is, uh, I got a little video, uh, well, like a little video, a little picture of like what you can see a healthy brain and one suffering from Alzheimer's looks like. Um, but the, um, drug in question, hold on, I, my notes are not loading here. <laughs> uh, the company that was going through this is, uh, named Lily. They are currently doing their phase three clinical trials in 1,182 Alzheimer's patients. Um, the second part, though, this is the main part. The second population of the 552 people that had the more advanced version of Alzheimer's um, had higher levels of the pathological tau protein, which is the one that you see on the diagram there. When these patients were combined with the original trial population, the results showed a significant slowing of cognitive decline. Uh, all though it's likely these drugs are going to provide most of the benefit for patients in the early stages of the disease. So this is one of those cases where uh, detection early is going to help this drug be more successful. Uh, Let's see here. uh, uh, This drug uh, was approved in 2021. That was actually, it was 2021 we first talked about it It was approved. Uh, That was uh, uh, to treat the condition. So the drug is called... uh, Donatamab, D-O-N-A-N-E-M-A-B. And its basic job is to target those pathological proteins, the amyloid beta. Um, We're still divided on the field, but you can't argue with the results. We're seeing um, greater success, like I said, with early detection. But of course, Alzheimer's is a disease that as it progresses, it gets significantly worse it's also uh considered incurable until well still incurable but treatable yeah um of course there's no indication uh this is a quote there's no indication of how long the approval process is going to take lily says we are willing to work with the fda and other global regulators to achieve the fastest path to traditional approvals so we're not going to like get this drug out to the market immediately and just start, they're still, this is only even a year. We're not gonna oxycontin this. <clears throat> oh boy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the um, the first results, the 47% that had the early detection showed no worsening of the, this is the good news, showed no worsening of the disease compared with 29% of participants taking a placebo. <coughs> Those treated with the drug also showed a 40% less decline in their ability to carry out daily task after 18 months and have a 39% reduced risk of progressing to the next clinical stage of Alzheimer's. So this is great news. I'm sorry. If you have any grandparents, any people you care about, and you've seen them go through this, this is 
a light at the end of the tunnel, seriously. That's yeah. not a pretty yeah. train. I couldn't be happier. I remember talking about this uh, a year ago when they first started trials, and I was just like, oh, let something come out of this. I really hope something comes out of this. And I was starting to get worried because I hadn't seen anything, and I've been just kind of looking for that story, and then I saw this like literally today. Like, I was already in a good mood today, and yeah. just kind of just kind of had it at my desk. Like, <laughs> Did you see <laughs> Lily, Eli Lily? Oh, no, just Lily. Just Lily? Just Lily. Uh -huh. So, good news and, you know, helping people that need it. I couldn't be happier, honestly. I, Absolutely. Um, Science, baby! I am so impressed <laughs> with modern medicine in the, in the fact that they've been able to find something that can help. It doesn't cure it, but it helps, and that's Honestly, that's just as good. It's giving people point. a chance. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe long-term effects could help reverse it. Um, I hope that in a year, I'm I'm patient. Also, yeah. I'm getting old. I might suffer from Alzheimer's. I need to be, I need to live. And I need to be <laughs> cognitive more so than now. And mm. um, hopefully this can, you know, help me when I become an old man. Sure. Because at this point, I'm just living a spite. So... Fair. Anyway, this is good news. Um, I'm open for more. Believe me, if I hear more about this, I have a personal I have personal feelings in this. So I really want a success story. And this is good news. We are moving in the right direction. Science is saving us, baby. So I'm 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 delighted about this. Love it. Mate, it's it, it's good that they happen on Star Wars. The force <laughs> is with us. Love it so much. Does anybody have anything else? I think I we are good. Tap dry, and we are uh, towards the end of the show. Uh, we do have, I mean, I've got some news and stuff. Not like news news. Uh, we are going to Fan Expo this year. Uh, they are starting to do things like, I believe they have a meetup this weekend um, at uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart. All new comic day, of course, mm -hmm. uh, in Frisco. So if you want to go hang out with some people. Um, Nebraska Furniture Mart. Yeah, the colony. Yeah, out of the colony. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's a fan meetup, and their guest list is looking good, especially for uh, um, uh, celebrity guests, especially Star Wars guests. I mean, yep. is what I was trying to say. Yeah, the Nebraska Furniture Mart is on May sixth. Yeah, starting. Uh, it doesn't have time. Uh, Twelve p.m. to three p.m. There we go. So yeah, that's something for this week. But of course, visit your local comic book stores, get you some free comics, and get you some deals on stuff. Uh, there's um, Madness, I believe, is offering a three for one. I know Zeus usually has some pretty good deals on back issues, like quarterback issues. It yeah. mm -hmm. does if you live in the Dallas area. Please go support your local comic book shops. They're giving away free, it's free comic books. Go, you know, of course, uh, a lot of people have signings, guests in stores. Yeah. So this is our, this is like our, like our, this is the Nerd Black Friday, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and that happens we, way more frequently. We also have a, uh, the, uh, Toy show that happens on the first. So it's, it's gonna yeah, be that's a right. Busy weekend. Hey, I, I need to pay for things like trips we might be taking. I don't want to announce Anyway, um, yeah, but other than that's uh, all I had. Please go to our website and check out the story on the WGA strike. And of course, uh, we did play DD last weekend. That episode is up on our YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, and on the website, supercoolnerdshow.com, SEMSLive.com. Absolutely. You can follow us on uh, pretty much any social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, anything uh, at SCNS Live. But if you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at Corodono Art on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, the good calf. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JasonTheX. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you very much. And as we always say, <laughs> keep, keep on, on nerding. nerding. Why didn't I have the video prep for the hour? Uh, <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs>